Hey guys, Jane P. Rice here, and I know it's been a while, but I had the craziest experience today, and I felt like it was something that I definitely needed to talk about. Um, I'm going to make sure that I open it up for discussion and dialogue on my Twitter, Instagram, and on my Facebook. Um, this topic is so sensitive, and it's um, police brutality and aggression and unethical behavior within the police department in urban um, communities. Now, my experience is personal to me, obviously, I'm not going to give all the details, but basically, I understood exactly what a lot of black men and um, youth from, you know, city neighborhoods or any inner city neighborhoods, I, I understood exactly how they felt when they said, I do not like and I do not trust the police. Now, I don't, that's a stretch. I don't want to say that I don't like the police because you can't sum up all for one's behavior. But this experience was not positive. I had to reach out to um, 911 and call the police for an incident. I explained to them what the issue was. I gave them my name. I waited almost 30 minutes for an officer to arrive. Mind you, I'm in a neighborhood that's really, um, it's impoverished. It's crime-ridden. Um, you know, you got an officer riding through like every 10 minutes, people just laid out on the ground, heavy drug trafficking area. So, you know, I get that they have to be, um, actively aggressive and on point, if that makes sense. I don't know if I could use those two words together, but I get that they have to approach the situation in a certain way. But the way that he approached the situation was completely out of line. So I waved the officer down. And he pulls over. So I'm just, I get outside of the car and I'm standing there waiting for him to come and approach me. Because mind you, I called. I needed their services. He immediately starts walking fast to me yelling like, have you calmed down yet? Have you calmed down yet? So of course, I'm confused. I'm calm and civilized. Um, I am not somebody just gets out of the gate for any reason. So I was really confused. I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, listen, he's like yelling and he's towering over me at this point, just yelling in my face talking about you need to be quiet let me talk da, 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 da. so I'm just really at this point I started to get feel a little nervous I I got a little scared honestly because I was just like I was not expecting you know this officer to come off so aggressive and be yelling and standing over me like this um when I called for service he didn't even attempt to ask me my name he didn't do and he immediately came up to me and started yelling at me and that was strike one you know it was just like wow if it's if they're if you're getting a call for a situation, um, no matter what it is, if you know it involves some type of violence or anything like that, you should be going in, assessing the situation, looking at your surroundings before you get out of the car, seeing who's on ten, who's not on ten, where is everybody placed, and then you should use your your good discretion and your training for how you should approach the situation. He didn't do that, and if that and if that is based on his discretion and training, then we have a problem. And this was Baltimore City. Um, and you know, they already have issues with being unethical and, you know, policy issues and, uh, having racial driven, um, agendas and different things like that. So, you know, I wanted to be, I didn't want to be one of those people that say, yeah, this, this department is crooked or this department is unethical. Or, this department is aggressive. And I didn't want to be the one to say that, but honestly, that his approach gave me that first, that that's exactly how I felt. So I was getting upset too, and uh, my mom was standing there, and she's giving me the look like, just calm down. But I was so upset because I just felt attacked. 
I felt attacked by the person who was supposed to come and help me with my situation. Do you see how that can make you feel? You immediately become a suspect or, you know, a culprit or whatever the case may be before they even, you know, find out what's going on. I'm like, is it because I'm a black woman? You assume that, you know, I was the one that was going off in a rage or whatever. They gave clearly you've got a description. So you should know, you know, who you're looking for. You shouldn't be going in blind into your your calls. So I, he was yelling at me. So I finally said, "What's he, call Call your sergeant. Get your sergeant here and give me a badge number. So he didn't give me the badge number. He just disregarded that and the fact that I asked for the sergeant. So he tried to lower his tone. And then he, I think because I cut him off and I'm just like, no, sir, that's not me. That's exactly what I said. Like, no, that's not me. You, I didn't, you haven't spoken to me. I haven't cursed you out. I said, I made a separate call to the police department telling them that I had an issue. So he starts yelling again. I'm like, why are you yelling at me? You need to lower your tone. So he, he lowers his tone. And he's like, it's just confusing. There's a lot going on. I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I'm saying, and I basically told him like, and I'm trying to tell you what's going on, but you just, you're aggressive and you're in my face and you're yelling. So basically we get through everything. You know, he's, he has a real nonchalant attitude and he, and his, his, he's acting like he didn't even want to be there in the first place. It was just kind of like, he go another fucking call. I got to deal with this shit again in this black neighborhood with these black people that's the attitude that he had he was really annoyed um so you know I'm, I'm he's speaking to my son and he's just like real nonchalant just disregarding everything that we're saying he didn't take the call serious he didn't take it serious when it was very serious and involved assault and theft so it's very serious so I was just really upset by that so then um later on once he realizes that you know the other party involved is not me and you know I was calm the entire time he comes to me and say look I want to apologize for I came off at you first you know it's just a lot going on and I was just like mm-hmm I said and, they, and that that's fine and all but I said but that's why I was calm when I spoke to you even though you went off of me from the first time that you even approached me and you know so I get the report and we're doing everything but the whole time his attitude is just like I just want the shift to be over with I really do not care that was his attitude you know, he, he really just didn't care. He didn't see this issue as serious. Granted, they deal with a lot of stuff and their lives are in danger as much as everybody else's every day. So I get it, you know, but it really pissed me off because I was one of those people that kind of rolled the fence. It was like I didn't have a bad experience with the police. I'm in the criminal justice field. You know, I'm trying to be obtain being a lawyer, you know, so I'm always trying to make sure I see things for exactly what they are and not just judge based on high profile cases and different things like that. But this experience really put me in that mindset of just like, wow, the police are fucking, you know, crazy. Like they they have no filter. They just off guard. That's that's exactly what I got from it. And then the biggest part was the fear. I never wanted to experience that. I've heard people talk about the fear that they get in the pit of their stomach and you don't know what the officer is going um, the officer is going to do. And, you know, I, I couldn't really empathize with them or sympathize with them because I hadn't experienced it. But having this man get in my face and scream at me and tell me to shut up and be quiet, like, that was overwhelming. Like, that was really extremely overwhelming. And it it scared me. But I think that the the fear... No, I think that the emotions that I was feeling and being upset and, and being in mama bear mode, it's like, you know, this is dealing with my child. It kind of it kind of took place of the fear. Eventually, it was just like, listen, no, we're not going to do this. Like, I'm a legal mind. You're not going to sit up here and tell me anything that you think I don't know. I know your policies. I know how everything works. So if that's the right route we want to go, we can do that, you know, and I'll make sure that you don't have a fucking job. But we're not going to do that. So I just really 
I wanted to talk about it because it was just like, wow. You know, I was just literally watching um, a clip on Twitter two days ago where, you know, people were in the comments saying, well, how did the person react? The officer wouldn't have just went off like that. And then, you know, in the other clip, the officer just starts yelling, telling the lady to shut up. You can see the spit flying from his mouth and he didn't even know what was going on, but he just knew it was chaos and he just figured, you know, somebody is getting fucking arrested and somebody is going to like that's the attitude he had so i just made me think of my own situation tonight it was just like wow wow baltimore city has to do something they have they have to make a change there is no way in the world that they can operate if this is how they operate every day and like i said i'm not going to make this a summation for all officers on duty but this white male cop totally approached that situation wrong completely approach that situation wrong and i can imagine how many other calls he gets in a day where he reacts that same way and it only does two things everybody gets flustered and then everybody gets fidgety you're worrying about if he's going to pull his gun and shoot you he's worrying about if he if you're going to start to get aggressive and then he's going to have to shoot you it's so many emotions going on um I think that this is a very important topic. I studied it uh, when I was getting my master's degree and we talked about, um, you know, ethics within the police department and we talked about behavior and conduct. And the biggest thing we talked about was discretion. And I think that that is something that has to be um, explored, but it's one of those things where it's not much that can change about it because discretion is based on an individual's perspective. They are going to decide how to act based on how they perceive the situation. And that is the most dangerous thing about discretion. Um, Of course, there can't be a policy for every single thing. It just would be impossible. And it would be no way for officers to be abreast on all of those different things. You know, I could think of something for every single thing. You know, noise levels, body movement. like It's impossible to control all of those factors. But what we do have to do a better job is understanding how to connect with the neighborhood, how to connect with the citizens and the people who reside in those communities. If I didn't have the background that I did in criminal justice, I would have felt some type of way about this white male officer coming and just going off on me without assessing the situation. I would feel some type of way. It would There would be a lack of trust. I would not trust them to have my back in a situation that I needed. I would not trust them to have my best interest at heart because they just see me as another black person in this poverty-stricken, drug traffic, you know, neighborhood. They just see me as one of them. So they think that I'm probably going to react the way that they've gotten other reactions from people who may not be as savvy or as educated or as experienced, you know, that they would like to deal with. So... Um, this was a short little rant. I know I haven't done this in a while. Like I said, I have been on this journey of self-reflection and finding myself and, you know, really trying to figure out how to live more my purpose, um, how to have stronger faith. So that's really my journey. So I haven't really been doing too much writing, um, editing. I haven't been doing any podcasts. I haven't really been doing anything, but this was definitely on my spirit and I really, really, really just wanted to share it. Um, like I said, I'm going to open a dialogue on my Facebook and that usually gets a pretty good traction. Um, and it's like a wide variety of responses. I mean, sometimes there are police officers, there are people who used to be officers, people who have been abused by officers. Like it, it's all different people. So I think that this is definitely a good topic to look into. So the, for the girl who writes for those who read, thank you for joining me. Like I said, I know it's been a while and I hope to get back to um, myself soon. And um, what I do want to leave you with is if you get into a situation with an officer who is aggressive, some advice that I should have given myself, that I should have taken myself is just to try to remain calm. Allow them to speak. 
They need to feel like they have the authority. And sometimes that's important in certain certain situations. It's how you control the situation. Um, allow them to speak and wait for your opportunity to say something. And that's when you have to be as clear and concise as possible. You have to speak as calmly. Your body language needs to be as neutral as possible just to avoid anything further from there. Um, so, like I said, for the girl rights, for those who read, thank you for joining me. Love you guys. Talk to you soon.